sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Another beautiful day in Santa Barbara, California. Hello, Richard Dugan, our producer. My love, how are you doing today? I'm actually doing pretty. Let me pull this a little closer here so you can hear me. You can't see me, can you? Yes, you can. You can can see me, but the rest of the audience cannot. I'm doing very well. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I have to say that I've had a few um, uh, short-term bouts uh, of, um, I don't know, melancholy uh, over the last uh, week or 10 days or so. Just feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Uh, I wonder why you haven't stopped by for breakfast. Well, because uh, unfortunately on Thursdays after this program, uh, I have a uh, twelve o'clock, but that's lunch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, we could extend it to lunch. We'll change it. Well, I can't. I can't because I have a twelve o'clock now. But I'll have to work on that. Maybe, maybe on a Friday. You know, maybe yeah. on a Friday morning, I might swing by there. I'll uh, definitely let you know ahead of time. But Great. it just seems well, we like got, we got Richard Ellsworth in yeah. the house, and he's really good when it comes to anxiety. Okay, so we'll be talking to him later on in the show. Also, we've got Sloan Reality, Christine Marie, Angela Miller, Bevan, Dominique Hackett. If it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have half the crew here is at the house, separated on all the different parts of the house. So, Dominique Hackett, thank you so much. Uh, you're amazing. Um, let's start off with gratitude because I love gratitude. Um, let me start real fast. I met a, a cool woman I had mentioned. We've gone out like three times since this bout has uh, started and we met a really cool woman at Los Agaves. We, we ate, we ate in the alleyway and we're sitting there talking like we talked and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it was such a New York experience because out of the blue, we hear this voice. It's like, is she talking to us? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was funny because we had the six foot distance and everything like this. And we had this great conversation with this, you know, a foreigner person, just, it was, it was really kind of fun. We laughed. It was really cool because I guess if you haven't done it in six months, you really miss it. But if anybody's from New York, you get what I'm saying. Cause in New York, when you're sitting down, I mean, the whole room becomes this part of your family, people you don't even know. So Rose, it was great to meet you. And uh, hopefully we reconnect again at Los Agaves soon. Well, is in the house. She's back. Once you're a co-host, you become an alum when you take a break, but now you're back. So what's going on? Uh, what is not going on is easier to, to answer. No, li- life is, is, is good today. I, I, I was relating with what Richard was saying earlier, a little melancholy, not, not like me. I think it's just a lot of things out of my control and then remembering to bring it back to all that is good you know, my family, we're safe, we're healthy, we're employed. Uh, the, this is all, this, this is not going to be forever. It's just, we're having to get creative. I'm trying to stay operating at a higher frequency, stay positive. Things, things are good. One day at a time. I pray a lot. I pray and I turn things over. I have a regular daily practice, getting quiet. I also have a tool if it's appropriate sometime today, the HeartMath Inner Balance app. You connect to your ear and an iPad or your phone. Awesome. thing! It, it, it dials in your breath, your pulse, your heart. And you can visually see when you're off the map and as you, you can slow things down. 
more on that later. Nice. So we're going to get to you. Yeah, we're going to get to you because your whole transition and everything that you've had to experience and have to overcome is is such a great story. Mm -hmm. And as far as people's mood swings, I think we've all today have felt a little bit, but uh, Christine, Maria will talk a little bit about that because I know we had this huge full moon. Because <laughs> okay? I mean, I've had to go around. Is, is it a full moon? Because I think I, one day last week I just slept. Christine, Marie, what's going on? Uh, well, I believe Monday, Monday was a full moon and um, it was a powerful full moon. In fact, actually yesterday, I had a hard time yesterday and the day before, Tuesday and Wednesday, I thought, oh, it's the full moon. I got through this. Great. This is fantastic. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I was a little bit sad too. I had a hard time, but I really sort of had to, it was, what's really neat is to watch myself and watch and be like, whoa, look at this. And I found myself actually recently pretty angry like really thinking mean thoughts. And I, instead of like going on that mean thought, I would go come back and be like, wow, that was a really mean thought. What's going on with me? You know? So that was really powerful. So that having the capacity to do that, that I'm really grateful for that, you know? And I have also been, <clears throat> you know, um, as I've been going out, I wanted to put out, do a shout out of gratitude for the, um, service people i went to sir la tabla and this one gal just went i wish i had gotten her name but she went out of her way to help me find the right food processor she brought went searching for things and came back and because they're closing and it's uh, you know it's kind of a sad thing and yet they she was really very kind and very helpful and it was a super pleasant experience so it, it, those little things that we do for each other are so important nice well said angela how are you? <laughs> well, I, you, I, I know you've got a list of people and, and uh, events that you're thankful for, but we only have time for one. So what say you? So mine would be um, just I'm grateful for all the teachers in our in our area and how they're having to pivot and refocus. And last night I was with Mr. Gonzalez from Santa Barbara High. Yes. Go Dons. Once a Don, always a Don. Of course. And, uh, Mr. Gonzalez actually went to San Marcos, but is uh, now teaching at Santa Rosa High, which I thought was funny. Um, but he's a U.S. history teacher, and we were discussing how important it is for our youth and our younger people to know about the history of Santa Barbara. There is so much valuable history here, and there's so many ways for our kids to learn about it. And he's planning on working that into his lessons this year um, over at Santa Barbara High, which I think is so amazing and um if you know anyone listening there's so much history the carriage museum the historical museum we have so much going on here that you guys can get out to and the museums have outdoor exhibits right now so you can go and see these outdoor exhibits and you don't even uh, until the museums reopen so hopefully they'll be able to reopen soon but they do have outdoor lessons very nice super all right richard ellsworth what's what say you well, I am hugely grateful to both you, Erica, and Dominique after an incredibly long trip across the country and just, you know, a lot of stress and a lot of driving and very little sleep. I just spontaneously decided to show up here at their door just because I knew I would feel very welcomed, which I, I did. And I just got showered with welcoming love and a huge meal, which I was totally not expecting. And it just made my, my entire week. So thank Aww. you. Well, poor baby, you, you, 
look you look a little thin. Okay, I'm, I'm a little thin. I lost some weight. The New York mommy in me. You start cooking. <laughs> so yeah, no, we uh, we you know this. I I really believe the whole vibe is your tribe, and when you find somebody like you know that resonates, and Sloan mentions this all the time. I mean, you you I really relish that. So because when you could be authentic. And you don't have to have any, there is no, um, God, there's no judgment, I guess is the best way to say it. Okay. No expectations. I mean, I'm just so happy to be in the same space with you always. You just, you just, I don't even have to talk, which is nice. I mean, how, how I mean, usually somebody like Sloan and I got to carry, carry, because <laughs> you're so nervous. <laughs> but when you find somebody and you could just, you know, recharge, I'm like, oh my God, you're a keeper. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, seriously. Ed Langlow, we love you too. Thank you. Some, uh, love you guys. What, what, what has the Elks been doing to support uh, our local community? Tell us about it. Well, in the, uh, in the Hacienda newsletter, there was an article that, that my better half, Terry, uh, she initiated that uh, the Elks had given $2,000 to the food bank nice. and they listed uh, an Elks contact in there to go to and how you can give to the food bank, whether it's in-kind or financial. So um, I'm grateful that they did that. The, we did go to some of the, like the Friday night dinner, which they have to hold outside. So it's pretty sparse, but they're still making an effort to, to have meetings and, and have the dinners on, on Friday nights. And they are still making progress on some of their donations. Like nice. the food bank. I just, I reach out to anybody I talk to, just like a bag a week. We've emptied every week. We try to donate a bag. Okay. That's what, and it's like, you go through, yeah. you try, go. I mean, it's a pantry cleaner. I mean, everyone has extra. <laughs> to, say, to say that you don't have it, it's just not whatever. Yeah. And, then, and I look at, I just look around, not to be all nosy about somebody's, you know, abundance that they have it with the fruit trees and everything so even if the food bank i'm going to talk to uh anthony rodriguez if maybe they could just print food bank uh brown bags and put it up people's door for fresh fruit of people that we know that have fresh fruit because they feed three thousand kids a week okay in the in the picnic in the park and i think everybody would all say i that you would like to have a child to have a piece of fresh fruit so that's just where i'm at it's really yeah. simple it's not hard to do it's a bag a week and uh shout outs to our co-host anthony rodriguez he's really breaking his buns boy he's putting yeah. in a ton of hours and all the volunteers at the food bank we really appreciate you and the unity shop we can't forget the unity shop so it's like this infrastructure is what we need to sustain a really uh, loving uh, community that we all live in. So, and, and we all appreciate. So, let's take a little yeah. break. We got Slow Reality right after these messages. This is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. When you say slow reality, you say 
what's your song? Right. <laughs> oh, what is we it? We pooping out. <laughs> yeah. We need, um, we need to do a breathing exercise before we start every segment, I think. That would be, like, awesome. We... Um, we can completely do the sky's the limit. Uh, how much time do we have right here? How, remind me of this format, how this works. It's been a little while. You've got four or five minutes to just throw it down. Whatever. First of all, I really want to know, you, you mentioned it briefly last week. Yes. What happened? Everything was going good. You were crushing it, going down L.A., doing a lot of productions, and all of a sudden, boom, COVID hit. And I think it was just to say, get back here to Santa Barbara Sloan because we need you. <laughs> You know, it was the strangest thing. One one year ago right now, my oldest son is still down there in Hollywood. He's writing hit songs and he was traveling all over the world and mentors and, and doing great. And some of the people he was working with, he was starting to, they, they were needing vocal coaching is what they were needing. They were needing strength and flexibility, endurance exercise. And so Gabe is saying, mom, we could really use you down here in LA. Like, oh, I'm not really sure, you know, if I can do that. And I still had teenagers at home. Uh, in the fall, we started looking for apartments. That was very depressing. Uh, we think it's depressing here in Santa Barbara to find a place to live. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, I found a studio down there I was going to work out of in Hollywood, and that's how we established finding our location. Well, fast forward, we secured the apartment, end of December, uh, we move in, we're all ready to go. The studio I was supposed to be working out of, I've done maybe two or three sessions there. Instead, what was happening is I was going to the artist's studios or their homes or their recording, wherever they were, huge warehouses set up for like, Showtime, like getting ready for the road. Um, and my job has been down that particular client. I still have my voice client here that is is more the traditional everyday. I do work with emerging artists here, but it's a different client here in Santa Barbara, my hometown, right? Down there, I, they're hiring me not so much for voice lessons, but more literally for getting them ready to go on tour, getting them ready to have a crazy schedule where they got to be on even when they're exhausted. So things were moving along, getting very exciting. And I remember March 14th, uh, I was in LA. That was the last time I was there. And I did my first, I did a month long of uh, breathing and meditation videos. And I, it was my last day there. I put a shout out to the world. Come meet me every day. I'm going to be doing this grounding stuff. You know, take what you like, leave the rest. Uh, came home and um, I'm not sure what happened. My, my voice clients here wanted to continue to meet. I tried doing that on Zoom as a group, which was very challenging. As you know, with audio on Zoom, you, you can't simultaneously, it cancels. So uh, I've had to switch that up a little bit. But this group class, they were supposed to do a show in May. And this happened in March and they refused to stop. There was like a highlight in their week. How can we make this happen, Sloan? So we we played and I tweaked and I brought guests in and uh, we always started with a dance party. They got really silly with that. Uh, but they hung in there and we, we got back into Jensen's, which is where I work out of now one day a week. Uh, we just spent the month of July. I don't know if anybody saw the uh, Sunday paper. We made the life section and they did a beautiful spread. This is all my clients. We did a live stream show uh, to, well, last week, 
We did a live stream that show that they were preparing to do in May. We finally brought it all together. They got on a stage with a full band. I mean, two weeks with the with the band all together. And we did this live stream. Of course, I messed up the orientation when I, you know, you got to do the camera a certain way. So if you go to my Facebook page, you can watch the show. If you turn your head like that, you can go watch the show. <laughs> but uh, still here, I, I, I definitely my business has been cut in half, at least in half. Uh, I've given really good, great break on my rates. I just, I'm only going month to month. I'm not doing any big packages. Uh, one-on-one on Zoom is works. That works. Uh, what's missing is they don't have me holding their hand, right? I usually, I'll sing a line, then we sing together, and then you sing by yourself. They don't have that together piece. So it takes a little bit more cur- courage and, you know, they got to trust themselves more. But that that is still going. And at this point, I'm really, my, my question, I'm trying to ask the right questions. My question right now is how can I have the greatest impact without making myself crazy? Because this technology stuff, Dr. D, what you do is a foreign language. It is it, on a stress level for me. What you do is way up here for me. There are it, days when it is way above my pay grade sometimes. Oh, oh, brother. Uh, I, it's just, I, I know how to sing. I know how to breathe. Horses. Horses came into the picture. That was weird. Do we have time for that? Go for sure. it. Sure. The horses. Ed, I noticed, are those wild Mustangs on your screensaver behind you, Ed? Yes, those are uh, just above Dyer, Nevada, just north of Dyer. And Amazing. I like yeah. to call them feral Mustangs because they're technically they are domestic horses. But yeah, they're wild. They're, that, that was a herd there that crossed the road and that white stallion was following them. So the black stallion came over and challenged him. Uh-huh. So I was taking pictures of that. I noticed, I noticed there's no mask or no physical distancing. What's up with that? Right. Hello. I'm calling the CDC on those horses. <laughs> so, yeah. so this was a trip. What happened uh, the, a few years ago, um, I thought I was going out of business again for I don't know how many times in 20 years. You know, I've been through multiple presidents, market crashes, now COVID. And I'm, and I'm still in. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know. why. I don't know why. I am continuing to do this work. But what happened is I ended up volunteering. This is one of the guests I'm considering, if you want to have them on, Hearts Therapeutic Riding Academy. And I was volunteer and I got trained in all this stuff with horses. And then they said, you know, you might want to consider getting this certification, EFL, Equine Facilitated Learning. And what it is, is it's it's you, the horse is a partner. There's no riding. It's all groundwork. And I wrote this whole curriculum. I got certified, which was I mean, I was out with Monty Roberts for a week. I, I, it was it was intense what I had to do to get this certification. So now in addition to the voice thing, I got this horse thing. But this is what's amazing. What I do with voice and breath is exactly what we got to do. If you want to be around a horse and you want them to cooperate in any form, you got to breathe and you got to get quiet. Because you're not going to boss a 2,000-pound animal around. They're going to like, no, yeah, you're f- funny, uh-huh, right? So I got certified, and I created this whole curriculum that was supposed to launch in April. I was supposed to start a 12-week course with uh, women in recovery, actually, some of our recovery homes here. And they were going to come out and partner with these horses. And then, of course, well, that's not happening right now. So I got this this curriculum all set aside. I'm 
Talk Alisol Ranch reached out to me about working with some of their ladies. I've got some moms of the mothers of, of addicts that, you know, need are taking care of themselves. This is a, a self-care thing for them. So I got that in the works and I'm not sure what's happening with it, but I have learned so much about a whole new industry. And, um, and I bet you you get a lot of out of it too. Um, oh. you know, it, 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 horses do reduce anxiety. I mean, and they totally depend upon you. I mean, they, when you eat, they eat, you know, it's, it's just, my father had a ranch with horses. Wow. Um, it's in your blood. I think you just activated some of your DNA because it's not something you just jump into. I just think that you've always had it in you. I, I do too. And I know a horse whisperer. What's that? A horse whisperer. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm certainly learning a lot and my confidence, um, I, I have no problem walking in. I mean, well, the horses that I work with too, primarily, they're 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 just bred really great horses. This this other gal I work for, they're all quarter horses. Right. She's been with them since they were babies. So I'm learning everything about horses from from babies to bridles. What you're doing at a year old, two year old, three year old, we're getting ready to to ride. Uh, I've been on some four and five year olds. Uh, a little bit of barrel racing. No, none of that. Um, it's been it's been a really fascinating, surprising, unexpected turn of events. And I'm not really sure. I'm trying to bring the voice and the horses together. And the, the common denominator right now is the breath. That's the common denominator. And the whole world can benefit from that breath thing right now. Nice. Yeah, I, I actually really I love that organization. And I've been um, a part of a couple of their fundraising efforts. And it's really great what they do to for the kids that um, need that little extra, because, you know, they definitely um, haven't developed and with the, the union that they've made with the horse was absolutely positively brilliant. And uh, I can't even imagine right now, um, you know, for a lot of our kids um, that have physical and mental challenges what's going on so um, our love needs to go out to them especially because again they're not getting any fundraising Mm -hmm. so we're gonna all have to dig in just a little bit so um let me let's take a little break and then right after these messages we have ed langlow with only i know And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, it's that time. Ed Langlow, if only I'd known. What's going on, Ed? Good morning, Erica. Well, we have a if only I'd known segment. Um, today's segment, well, first of all, uh, if only I'd known is, is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on Zoom, as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is titled The Formative Years. Now, technically, the formative years are from birth to eight years of age. But if you're a teenager, I suggest that you don't give that too much thought, because as I read that definition, it suggests that if you're over eight, you are who you're going to be. So forget about it. But no, no, never give up. If you see things in your personality or your beliefs that you don't like and you want to change, you can do it. 
for the sake of this segment, let's just use the dictionary definition of formative, giving form or shape, fashioning or molding. And in your teens, there's lots of room for that. Only I'd known that when I was a teenager. Uh, just don't wait too long. You can still change your beliefs uh, or your religious faith at 50. But if that change is to your benefit, then the earlier you make it, the more time you have to reap those benefits. And I think that's a very important factor. Let's say, for example, you retire at 70 and you got a degree in engineering at 65. You were a little late to the party, don't you think? Uh, we, we did discuss this in a previous segment where we talked about uh, the critical path. Now, in construction, it just means that you need to frame the walls before the electrician can install the wiring. The electrician needs to finish before the drywall can go on and so on. That's the critical path. Uh, and that segment was titled, The Critical Path for Your Life. And we don't always get that path correct. Like when I was 42, I seriously considered going back to school to get my degree in mechanical engineering. But when I weighed the years it, that it would take and the tuition costs and the wage decrease that I'd have to take as an entry-level engineer, as far as earning more money, uh, it, it, was, it was too late. So if you're going to change your habits for the better, get an education or devise a good way to make money, the earlier you do it, the more time you have to benefit from those changes. And when you have children, give them more guidance in those formative years, mold them to have positive thoughts and good traits. Promise you this, if you continue to believe in yourself, make an effort to reset your values, revamp your bad habits, and guide your children in their formative years, you'll all be light years ahead for it. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Nice. Good job, Ed. I love that. Mentoring kids. That's what we're all here to do. So Teen Sports Radio, 10 years, 23, over 22,000. I think we hit 23,000 minutes um dr d have donated time and if you're interested uh -huh. in getting some um uh, exposure uh give us a call uh, like us on facebook we're here to serve the community in in the most probably one of the top three four places in the world to live so uh let us know and i know christine marie this is the part where i adore when you, you piggyback what's going on and we have a, a resident tarot rita what do you say christine well, I just love how, Ed, our, we're always so connected because the card that came to me last night was the star, which is the most hopeful uh, card of the deck. Yeah. And it's also a card about remembering why we're here. Like, um, I believe I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And in that, um, I have chosen uh, my personality might not have chosen it, but my spirit <laughs> I'm here at a certain time and be here. I chose my parents. I chose where I was going to live. I chose those formative years that don't always feel good, right? This card talks, mm -hmm. I mean, a little bit about, you know, accepting that our wounds are the, the gateway to our gifts and to the things that, you know, the things that are our challenges when we're young, we work through those. And as adults, we become, you know, better people and we, we bring them as a way to help. So um, this, with the star, 
It's really about remembering why we're here, helping our personalities align and remember with why our spirits chose to be here Mm -hmm. at this time. And, and understanding that truly we chose to be here in this time. And this is a powerful time, even though our personalities, our egoic minds would say, there's no way I chose to be here to lose (laughs) my job or to do these other things or to go through this hardship. But we did. And what the star card talks about is what if just being here was enough? What if just your resonance, your vibrant, your your vibration and keeping your frequency high and loving and being grateful and connecting and being who you are? How can we be the most authentic person who we are, who we came here to be? What is that one quote? Um, be you, everyone else is taken, right? <laughs> oh, I love that. I like yeah, it. So this is what this is, is remembering oh, who we it. are. And I think this is a perfect time where everything has slowed down. We talked about, I mean, previously being, you know, the tower and then being the hermit and, and coming inside. This is a time really to align with who we are and to what do we really love and how do we move forward? Um, you know, there's a whole story that I tell as a kindergarten teacher about the star children. And that's really about, it's sort of a metaphor for remembering that we did come here as spiritual beings and we did choose, um, which I could go into if we have time, but I think we only have two minutes. So I might have, um, but I just, do I have those two minutes or is, do, are we going to go into another conversation? conversation no do the two minutes i want to hear star children well, look at I, I just i want to throw out real quick dovetail and then go to the star children uh i remember hearing a wonderful line about uh where you are and where you really want to be and it was in one of these personal growth programs uh you know wednesday thursday friday night and all day saturday sunday you know that kind of thing and they told us on the first night because they noticed that the, most of us didn't really want to be there you know we just were uncomfortable they said look if you didn't want to be here, you wouldn't. So obviously you want to be here because you are. So whether that's wherever you are physically on the planet or as you are about to talk about, uh, Christina, about uh, uh, the star children, if you didn't want to be here on this planet right now, you wouldn't be, but you are. So make the best of it. Absolutely. All right, yeah. girl, what is it? Okay, so this is the story. So, um, uh, so what, before we came, there was there's this place where the star, all the star children live. It's like out in the universe, the star child world, you could call it. And every, you know, we're all children. We're all playing. Everything is fun. Everything's always taken care of. And one day, when we'll say, you know, whoever's birthday it is today, let's say, does anyone have a birthday re- recently? Like, well, anyway, so we'll say, <laughs> we'll say, Erica, this is your story. Um, <laughs> So, it's about so, me. Okay. So, so, she, so, so you're swinging on the swing and all of a sudden you see this window you never saw on the wall before. And then you go closer to the window and you see this beautiful blue and green planet that's so lovely. You're like, what is that? Where is that? Suddenly your guardian angel appears behind you and says, oh, that's Earth. Do you want to go there? And you say, oh, yeah, I want to look at that. And then they, they, so your angel takes you there and you're looking at the planet and your angel says, so, you know, you could live here if you want to do you want to and she's like yeah i want to live there well let's go find your parents and so they go all around the world looking for all the people who really want to have children and they find just the right parents in just the right place and they whisper in their ear a baby's coming a baby's coming and then 
um, while they're getting ready for the baby to come, the angel takes the little girl, the little girl spirit, star child, on a journey all the way around the sun, and then on another journey all the way around the moon. And then they go and they find her star. And the little girl takes out, and the, the angel hands the little girl a, um, a bucket and a scrub brush, and they clean that star. She cleans it until it shines so beautifully and then polishes it. And when it's polished and beautiful, so, so it can be seen from the earth, that's when the angel takes the little girl, the little spirit, down back to the earth and gives her a kiss and says, shh. So she forgets where she came from and then pushes her down the rainbow bridge where she comes into the arms of her parents and they say, welcome, welcome, Erica, we love you. And Aww. so you're welcomed so onto the planet yeah. in this beautiful way. And then, and that's the idea is that, so whenever you are looking up in the, up in the stars, there's a star that's yours, that's super shiny, that reminds you that you did come here, that this is your place. Yeah. And um, one more thing I want to talk about with the star, which there, there's a star in this card too, which is the five of, Pentacles, which does talk about worry, but it talks about change. For me, this card talks about changing worry into wonder, anxiety into excitement, and rancor into gratitude. It's about really shifting the resonance. When we get scared, when we can't remember where we came from, this is how we'll find our way back. Nice. Fantastic. Dominique Hackett, you just joined us, and I know you could close us out so we could get to Richard Ellsworth. Well, it, it's just so beautiful. Can you hear me okay? Yes. It's just so beautiful to realize that uh, we are made of stardust. Every part of our physical being has, has made up of uh, elements that have literally been through stars. So that's just such a beautiful story. Yes, I love using stardust in my art. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, let's take a little break. We got Richard Ellsworth right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Richard Ellsworth, my love, he's back safe and sound. He's in the side yard. We're going to have a nice meal after this. And I'm not even making you cook yet. Okay. I, brought, I brought something already cooked. Oh, of course. So. That's another <laughs> surprise. I can't wait. So what, what's, what's going on for this week? Well, first of all, I'm glad you're home safe and thank lots you. of love to your family. And it's been nice. Uh, thank you for participating all the weeks that you were not here uh, via Zoom. That's the one thing I got to say about Zoom. We had Laura last week from Italy. We've had people from Africa. We've had people from all over the world. So it's a continual organic growth of the show. And I really appreciate you and everybody here today. So what do we got for us today? All right. Well, today I've just been sort of listening to what everyone is talking about, and uh, there's a lot of focus on on belief, and um, I think it's really important to to learn how to really change those and rewrite them. And I've talked about this a lot before with with various different exercises, but I just want to sort of recap it and just let you know what to expect and kind of how to really do it, because ultimately what we focus on is what is going to create is what is 
going to show up in our reality. And the thing is, is we don't have to believe it. We have to focus on it. And eventually the beliefs will come later. But a lot of people, when they start to change their beliefs or work on positive intentions, they don't believe it. And then they get upset with themselves for not believing it. And they completely abandon the whole idea. But that's not the idea. You don't have to believe in your beliefs. You just have to focus on that end and it will eventually come about. So what I always tell people is the most important thing to do is to come up with what it is that you're having a problem with in your life, what it is that you want to change, and then come up with your limiting beliefs about that situation. So let's say it's uh, finding a, an amazing place to live, the perfect place to live. You can say to yourself, oh, no. Um, you know, I live in a place that's that's very expensive. It's very difficult to find a place to live. There's not a lot of housing. And all of a sudden, what your subconscious is doing is you're linking a whole bunch of negative thoughts together. So what we want to do is we want to replicate that process with positive thoughts. So I will find a place to live because it's easy to find places to live because everything around me is cheap and there's so much housing available. And that is the mantra that you cycle through in your head over and over and over again. And it doesn't mean that when you have a negative thought, then you correct it. You want to correct it when you have a negative thought too, but you also want to focus on it when you're doing you know, nothing throughout the, the rest of the day. If you ever have a spare moment, you want to be cycling through those words. And the idea is, is that you want to come up with what it feels like, whatever words or whatever it is that conjures images for you into the subconscious. And you want to feast upon those morning, evening, and night. And in a way which you cannot understand, things will start to unfold in your life. Your subconscious will guide you in a way that will get you to that end. And those beliefs will become reality. But you don't have to believe it. And that is that is a real key. And when you start to focus on those thoughts and have them cycling through it is really hard at first the very first time you start to do it there's a lot of resistance your, your mind is like i don't want to be doing this this is the last thing i want to do this isn't real this is not going to work there's a lot of resistance but you have to persist it is that that persistence and that drive that indicates to the universe that you want this, that this is something that you really want and you're committed to it. When you can demonstrate that level of commitment and focus on it, it will get impressed in your subconscious and it will reflect outward. And when people talk about seeing signs, what, what that means is that your subconscious has accepted it because only what's in our subconscious gets projected outward. So, you know, I, I was uh, explaining to, to someone the other day, um, when I meditate, I, I to get into like a relaxed state, I count backwards, I go three, 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 two, 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 one, one, one. And then all of a sudden, every single time I look at a phone or how many miles of gas I have left to empty or the numbers on a gas station thing, it's always one, 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 two, 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 or three, three, three. Why? Because those are the numbers that I that go through my head when I'm meditating. So it's it's whatever we focus on that will get projected outward. It has to, it has no choice. It, it's a blueprint. So it's really important when we're thinking about beliefs 
that we don't have to believe it. We don't have to beat ourselves up for not believing in it. We just have to focus on it. We just have to live in the wish fulfilled. We have to live in that end, focus on the end, and everything else will will come about. Um, and and the key again is to really just focus on it as often as you can. And what what I do is I come up with a list of of all of my intentions that correct all of my limiting beliefs. I'll break them into segments, and at different times throughout the day, I'll focus on those individual segments. So. I might have like a segment in my bathroom mirror. I might have like three or four intentions that are in like a specific grouping that are sort of linked together. And I'll repeat those as I'm brushing my teeth. I might have one in my car on my steering wheel. So when I'm driving, I'm cycling through another five intentions over and over. And again, it's really hard at first. There's a lot of resistance, but it starts to come naturally. And it's that moment that it comes naturally that you drop all resistance and everything just pours in. I love that. You know, for our teens out there that are listening or even parents or grandparents, I could pass that information down. I wish I had this when I was growing up. I tell you, we love Richard Ellsworth. Thank you. Richard's Remedies. That was a good one for this week. Let's take a little break. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Wow, this is their last seg- segment. And if you just joined us, you're late. But luckily, you can <laughs> you can tune in tonight. At 11, it replays uh, 11 o'clock this evening. And then you also can check us out Sunday at 6 Monday at 3 a.m. for that piece of pie. And, of course, on all social media, including SoundCloud. Angela, you had something that you wanted to say. You were looking at your watch. What's up so with that? Richard, when I was looking at my watch, it was 11-11. And I, and I had to kind of giggle because I always say, and I tell my kids this, when it's, it's, I always look at the clock and it's 1-11 or 11-11. It never fails. And I always tell the kids, I'm all, that means it's time for you to make a wish. Because that's your number. And that for me is my number. And that's when I focus, it takes me back and I focus on what I want to have happen. And it always works. It's great. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. So I also wanna, I wanna, yeah, I want to take the last couple of minutes and everybody do a little shout because it, again, there is no fundraising uh, because of what the experience we're going on right now. And we all have a special love uh, for kids, the community. So who do you want to give a shout to Angela? So Tom Reed over at the unity shop, I am very passionate about what they do at the unity shop. And I I just hope that you guys would volunteer and send in your donations because right now they're not getting as much funding as they usually would get. And they help hundreds of families. They help them through the mudslides, the fires, and now this pandemic. And they are always there for these families. So I just want to remind everybody about the Unity Shop. Nice. That's just put, put it, write these down, folks. We need help. Christine, who do you want to give a love to? Um, I want to give love to the homeless. Um, I do a little, I am working through the county with homeless services and, you know, there is a lot, these are the, the, you know, the people there on the fringes and it's, and it's, you know, if we think we're stressed, imagine, you know, not having anything to begin with. And so to really, you know, give a shout out to the homeless and to just see them. 
to say hello, to say, you know, to send them love and connection. They don't necessarily want your money. I mean, that would be nice too, but also to acknowledge yeah, yeah. their existence. Slow. Uh, well, there's so many great philanthropies, you know, and food bank, of course, you know, just having food on the table will always, always be a big one there. Uh, but Hearts Therapeutic Writing, uh, great way to help out. I know that they um, they might still have one or two more camps before school gets going here. But um, and they've had to cater everything for COVID, but uh, incredible experience. I went there to help with the horses. I ended up staying for the humans uh, to see uh, uh, even adults who are nonverbal, who cannot speak, get out of a move from a wheelchair onto the back of a horse and 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 be engaged to see a child who has never spoke before get on a horse. And when he's on that horse, start talking to the horse. Uh, I mean, that that's it's really wild to be a part of that. So great organization. They can use all the help, whether it's hours or, or funding or whatever, because they, they got nothing right now. Nobody has anything right now. I hear you. Richard Ellsworth. Yes. <laughs> Who do you want to give love to? I would just I would give love to, to all of us and, and everyone here and just for participating and being a part of this. And I just love how every single piece today and, and always just links together just perfectly. And we're, we're all just so connected. And um, and I love that. And all of that connection and all of that love is just being pushed out to everybody listening. Thank you so much. We definitely, definitely adore you, Richard Remedies. Ed Langlo, who do you want to give love to? We got a minute. I'd like to give a shout out to Rutledge Mills, who we uh, call Putty. The Santa Barbara News Press did an article on on Putty in yesterday's paper. I saw that. Motorcycle. Uh, Yeah, yeah. He's a motorcycle. He also uh, worked on the Lunar Rover Project. He taught the astronauts how to drive earthbound version of, of the lunar rover and at 96 he's still going strong still gets on his motorcycle and still does articles for the santa barbara news press so i'd like to give a shout out to a very old friend of mine rutledge buddy mills rutledge t-sports radio loves you <laughs> and it's that's the end of our show today tune in every single tuesday at 9 a.m god bless all of you see you next week Oh, wow. Look at the